From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. A beautiful morning. Good morning, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Dad Doors broadcasting live right here off the uh, peninsula of the peninsula, otherwise known as Pinellas County. We out here uh, at the Beasley Broadcasting Empire live and in person. I have myself sitting here in the sinking blue chair. <laughs> and I got Carlos, the Cuban redneck here, right to my right. And then far over in the corner where we like to keep him, Mr. Bill George. He's over there on the very end. I'm, I'm always a little outcast. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, you get those 900 gallons of tea over there. You need the extra room. That's the second one. I, I'm sure it is. And then, uh, of course, behind the uh, magic mirror is our good friend Diego, producer Diego over there. You guys were in there just hammering him all morning. What was what was the no, problem? No, no, he, he had two burritos with uh, real hot picante. You got two right here in the bag. Yeah. Let people hear the bag. Nice, you know? yeah. So thank you. We got, and he didn't forget the sauce this time. So I knew that uh, Jonathan wasn't going to be here today, and he usually he's our Wawa fixed. So uh, I swung into the uh, Mega Donalds, the Alabama Donalds, I like to call it, because all the ladies that work there are all like talking like they like they just straight out of Alabama, mm. you know. And uh, so I got a couple. You picking of on Alabama? Bacon, boy. egg, and cheeses. I'm not. <laughs> I guess they don't have McDonald's. Hey, McDonald's some no. of them Alabama Listen, girls are serious, man. The, the last thing I want to do right now is pick on somebody because of how they talk. You know, with this Bell's palsy, <clears throat> I haven't talked right in a couple months. I told you, man, Scotch tape. Just tape that lip up, man. Don't yeah. put, put it on over your cheek or over your forehead. I was going to get you like a. I was going to get you like a lip crutch. I was actually. Make, do they make those? No, but I was going to make them one. I was actually garage, thinking shop. <laughs> a lip crunch. I was thinking just the opposite. Stop. I was thinking about taking a clothespin and closing half of it so that the half that worked was the only half that moved and the other half just stayed closed. Well, I mean, basically the same thing. But, but is, it, uh, <clears throat> is it getting better? You feeling better? You sound better? I think I'm hey, adapting some. I, I thought he I, keeps saying adapting. He, he, uh, yeah, but I will say he has not let him stop. It has not stopped him one bit he is full tilt like always talks a little funny looks a little funny but then again you know that's, obviously that's bg right there <laughs> yeah. man that's yeah. how he always it, is. it didn't hurt his uh turkey calling ability this year so you had a pretty successful trip i, up I think i think it helped him <laughs> so because he shot a pile of them you know what i mean you know what it is you know you always see uh you know the professional callers you know how they always put their hand up to their mouth you know they do that mm-hmm. moving around like that or like Glenn. Glenn can do it without yeah, it. Yeah. Well, see, now uh, Bill George doesn't have to do that anymore. He doesn't have to put his hand up there and go, because the one lift just covers the one side. So it always comes out the Literally, the right. it's like two turkeys. <laughs> two he's got, turkeys yeah, he's one. got two different turkeys. So they're like, oh, there's two hens there. Boom. I think that's, that's why he was able to, you know, you know, fill his limit everywhere he went. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I limited out. Technically, non-technically, maybe in Florida, 
And uh, depending on how you read the rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go back and, and, and listen to the podcast. And, You'll and hear then, all about that. And then that. I got my two turkeys in Pennsylvania, where you actually have tags that you fill out before you move the turkey and have on the turkey. That's a novel idea. Which we've mm. all talked on the show, mm. that, and, and we've all been big, you know, advocates for that, that there should be a tag system in Florida. Those are Easterns up there in Pennsylvania, right? Correct. So, I mean, Easterns are available in, uh, what, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Uh, Alabama, Georgia. Fifteen states, maybe. Exactly. And, uh, you know, they they all have tag systems. Even in Texas, they make you put a tag on a turkey. Uh, But in Florida, no. Well, Florida, Florida has not gone the tag route, even with deer. But they did go the reporting route. I will. Which I is will. even more of a pain in the butt than the tag system, no, in my opinion. No, tag I still have to report. So they just eliminated the yeah, tag. Yeah, but you don't have to keep a you don't have to keep a federal form of it. You know, keep a copy of it and uh, keep a record of it or anything. Once you call it in and you give them the number and you tell them where it was, how big it was, how many uh, points on it, or whatever it was, then bing, your your end of it is done. So you take it to the processor and then he. Takes that thing, puts it, sticks it on your piece of paper, and that that license is gone. That tag is gone. I mean, gone well, forever. I, I will tell you, before I left for Pennsylvania, I did have the opportunity to sit down um, with, you know, the hunting side of FWC and the executive director. There was a discussion on a lot of things hunting related, and I will tell you that now that they've gotten their app for deer and it's working much better than than the first round out the gate nice app by the way they i really like their app they they are looking at including turkeys in in the future there we go so maybe we've affected something else on and this that planet. that was one thing that with the group of people that were there that was like absolutely unanimous yes we could you know where have they been where have their voices been? Uh, have they not been heard? I mean, we've literally been preaching this for I don't uh, know. 12 years yeah. that you, there should be one here. You don't know how hard <laughs> it was just to get a report system authorized in this state. Just for deer? Just for deer. Yeah. Because there there was a certain segment. Well, they, they ha- I'm sorry to interrupt, but they have more time. Because of the executive orders, and there's no, yeah. they don't have to talk about fishing, you know, redfish, snook, and <laughs> trout. Sure, that's true. You know, yeah. but, so they, they have a little extra time. But but there was, from what I understand, and they they tried a number of times to put a tag type like report system in the past, and it got shot down due to a couple very key large landowners. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. You just shake your head, but. It's the reality of the way politics happen within our game commission. I thought we were all stakeholders in this, Bill George. You are. So they, they only look at certain people as you stakeholders are. at certain th- for certain things, but then not for stakeholders and others. Which again brings up the whole thing about uh, you know, good on the FWC with their little scavenger hunt thing that they're doing on management areas. You download the little app and you you know you go wandering around out on management areas and you find prizes and things like that. Again, <clears throat> our idea about 20 years ago. Uh, but the thing is, is 
why don't they require a person to have a management stamp to be out there walking around on a management area? If you're on a management land, I agree. you should have a management stamp. I agree 100%. You're going to be hiking, you're going to be riding horses, whatever. If you're a stakeholder, contribute. as they say, if you're a contributor, if you're a stakeholder, then contribute. Do yep. what you're supposed to do. Help out. 30-something bucks. It'll go a long way. If You know, if they could do like the... Walking permit only, or a ride permit, or oh yeah, people uh, drive through there all the time. You're hunting, and the, you'll see cars drive through, and they're not sure. in camo; they're just you know, just do around. It, do, just, do it like fishing. You know, what's the purpose of the management trip? Is it uh, bird watch? Is it, okay, that's uh, ten dollars. Photography, or photography is you know ten dollars, or give it a lesser price. You know, for if you're not going to be hunting, or you know, taking uh, of the resources. But that is what the hunting license covers. The management area covers that that particular permit covers the maintenance and and the use of the management area. Wouldn't well, that be well, nice? Just think of the extra money that, that would yeah. that would that would help with a pavilion or or a cleaning station or a, a bathroom that works, it, other than a porta potty. You know things like that. Pay an employee to be there <clears throat> to watch the campsite all night or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, because you know? me and Bill were talking this morning that I said, you know, I thought Green Swamp w- uh, and Rich Lawn would have more more turkeys, being that you know we had the pandemic and it was basically closed. Well, he in- he informed me that. Yeah, even though it was closed, there was nobody manning the station. So nope. people were going in there and shooting as many turkeys and whatever. There was there was no supervision. There was nothing. So it, the, this year was very difficult there. I would, think difficult. That, I would think that an influx of a couple of uh, 20 or $50 million uh, for extra management stamps well, would be a the, good thing. The, here, comes, here comes the rub, okay? Start rubbing. This, yeah. this, this is where it gets a little bit more complicated than what you think. Okay, I'm thinking FWC does not own the vast majority of the wildlife management area. That is true. They're owned by water management districts, state forests, corporations, and, and Don't other say things. It. Don't say and those word. people have in their mission to open it up to other recreational groups. And so during times, FWC manages the hunt on the properties, but they're still. The rest of the activities are still managed by, let's say in this area, Swift Mud. Oh, okay? you said Southwest it. You see? Florida Water Management District. Um, one of the organizations that Braden just truly loves and, and actively participates in. Um, but yeah, yeah. they turn around and they govern whether or not you can go out there and recreate on their lands. And they have their lands open, a lot of them, for hiking, biking, and other stuff year round. And so while FWC manages and creates a WMA for hunting purposes, it does not govern all the uses on that land. But so. it was the FWC who initiated the purposeful use of the land, correct? Well, for hunting <clears throat> they offered that. So if it wasn't for the hunters, the land wouldn't be there. No, the land would always be there. <clears throat> I'm saying opened up and for being used. No, it will. The, uh, Swift Mud has a number of properties that we can't hunt on that you can bike, hike, and equestrian ride on. Sure. Do they pay a fee for that? No. Oh. That's messed up. That's not fair. That's the way I look at it. I like the it's messed up part. Yeah. It is messed up. And they all have an opinion, but they don't They don't contribute anything. We're going to take a break. You mean the stakeholders? Some of them, yeah. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. 
By the way, Brandon Ford stepped up, sponsoring the Panfish Challenge again this year. Yay! Chipped in some big money, so uh, nice. maybe we'll be extending it even more to uh, people be making more money in the fishing tournament. All right, we're going to take a fast one, you guys. We'll be right back. Getting a head knot. What's what's going on there? Look like a lizard on a fence. Hey. What what up? What what, what up, man? Yeah. This is exciting. I got a light back on my mic. Well, you know, Carlos still hasn't learned to push his own button, so uh, you know he's pretty still new at that. You put him over. <laughs> there. I just did all right. Okay. You put him mm. in the big boy chair, and it's like I used to cut uh, my own hair. It's usually automatic, you know. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Carlos, Bill, George, Diego here in the studio today on this beautiful Saturday morning. By the way. If you have not stepped outside yet, go enjoy your coffee out on the back porch today because it is really nice. Yesterday, I had to spend the entire day uh, with my kids. It was their year-end big giant uh, tournament football and soccer. So uh, outdoors yesterday in that breeze, man, you get in the shade. I had a nice lightweight fishing shirt on and I had to go stand in the sun for a little while, man. I was starting to get a little chill, chill from that wind coming through. But beautiful which, day, and today's going to be... Which direction was it coming out of? Northwest wind coming out. It was nice, and um, today is going to be just as good. I don't think the gust is going to be as strong today as it was yesterday. So if you're planning on going out and doing a little bit of fishing, I say, uh, you know, be careful when you go offshore, as always. But inshore shouldn't be too bad, but... With this temperature change, I'm sure those fish will get a little bit finicky, although I've got some reports from friends of mine that uh, the tarpon are doing extremely well out by the Skyway. But that, That's uh, on my bucket list. But when you get really windy, 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 uh, sometimes that uh, gets really bad. So it may be kind of hit or miss unless you get into a nice little calm area where uh, the tarpon don't feel all freaked out. And I want to catch a small tarpon. Like what, 60-pounder, 80, 90, 100? Dude, I'm good with 20. The small I, ones, you know? I always love it because <clears throat> people always say they want to catch a big, huge tarpon until they actually catch a big, huge tarpon. Then after about 15 minutes of big, huge tarpon time, they're all like, can somebody else take this rod? Yeah, well, <laughs> Especially if you're in Boca Grande. But, you know, well, I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen my littlest brother, Neil, more exhausted than the time I took him down there and we let him catch four and boat four tarpon. Uh, I think he was asleep by the time we were put the key in the truck to start at the boat ramp and drive back. <laughs> it was like, I'm done. <sighs> he was out. And we're talking about the, you know, the spirit of youth here. So that, Just took him so right that, out. So that's one of the things where you may do that once and be like, all right, I caught a big one. I'm a done. lot of people are that way. I, I enjoy, yeah. I, you know what, the size around 90, 100 pounds, they are so much fun. Especially if you have uh, shallower water where you get a nice little run and you get some jumps and mm-hmm. and you know it's it's fun it's fun to see it it's fun to, to participate in it and those you can you can go through more than a handful of those and have a good day. I've 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 
hooked to and was unsuccessful in bringing both in. I literally one time was down in Boca Grande with Steve Austin, and he hooked one that was just shy of 200 pounds. Oh, boy. And I think he fought it for almost two and a half, maybe three hours, this oh thing. Oh, my God. And that was the only time I've ever almost seen Steve tap out. There were a couple of times where he was like, can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. And we were like, no, no, man, come on, man. You egg the mind, you egg the mind. No, no, no. He was like, I, I, I can't do it. He gassed them up. And uh, that one we actually took the pictures, took the measurements, got everything, got all the proper stuff, and he actually you know, had a mount made, and we had it in the Austin Gun Outfitters. It was oh, up really? there. Oh, yeah. really? It was wow. a huge, uh, huge where is, where is that now, in his house? Uh, I think he might have got rid of it. I think it was a horrible memory. He was like, every time I look at that fish, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna say anything about him. I don't want him to call in, how, and I know he's gonna be here later. <laughs> so yeah, he'll come and call you up. How'd you get that fish not to get eaten by a shark? One of the lucky times, man. You know what it was? Is we were down there with, uh, I think we were with Ken Mays. Yeah, Ken Mays, and we got him away from the pack. Got him away from the pod. Got him. You know, worked his way out towards the Gulf. And got him away from all the other boats and got out there. We had plenty of room to mess around with this fish. And uh, he was big enough to where I think a lot of those uh, big sharks don't really kind of mess with him. Or they may take a look at him. But I don't know. It's just luck of the draw on that one. I I tell you, I don't know if you paid a lot of attention to the upcoming FWC commission meeting next week. Um, It it has a very... um, I would say there's a lot that if you're a fisherman, if you're a fisherman, you really need to be going out to myfwc.com. Look at the commission meeting. This one will be virtual once again, okay? Things that I constantly hear people complaining about, what are are the top two things that you hear people complaining about? Uh, And for which direction? Saltwater. Saltwater fishery. Well, these days, first one is not being able to keep a couple of fish, of course, with all yeah. of it. Um, well, that's on. That's, boat, that's boat, on the table. Boat ramps. Hmm. Boat ramps, I don't hear too many complaints about no. boat ramps. Everybody seems to be able to find a decent place to get in at. But um, water quality was another one that people are <clears> concerned about, <throat> not just because of the Piney Point or anything else like that, but just the, in general, you yeah. know, growing up on a canal where, you know, a uh, uh, 12 doves worth of feathers can float back and forth for a month and a half. You know, it's, uh, you know, water doesn't move a lot in certain areas in the uh, state of Florida. I, I got one, the snook stamp. Yeah. My money back for the snook stamp that's the last the, three years. The, the, that's, I don't know if that's really a complaint. That's more of a B, I, you know, complaint. The, well, where I, well, we talked about this. They're saying I, they'd like to have their money back uh, for not being, for or at least... For being denied, credited, or at least take credit and let it roll over you know to what, another year when you, they do open it. You up. know what I was thinking? Now that you mentioned that, I think that they should give you a preference point or something. You know, a preference points to what? We don't have a point system in this state. Well, for we hunting, do. yeah, we do for the hunting side. Yeah. You That's know? only hey. for a special opportunity hunts. Well, y'all are way off from what I hear. Oh, the big, oh, oh the biggest, then why did you even bring it up? I the biggest know. complaints I hear, other than the closed fishing. <laughs> well, you're the complaint guy. Is sharks, sharks, the predation from sharks when you're fishing, 
Sharks are on the agenda. They have I don't a- Sharks, I've never had. You get more complaints about dolphins than you do about sharks these days, at least well, over here if in you're inshore. If you're inshore. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. But, and Goliath, they're talking Goliath. Oh, yeah. And a limited the possibility. Who is they? FWC, the commission meeting. Yeah, but what, well, so if you care about keeping a trout, redfish, or snook, you might want to look at myfwc.com commission meeting. You can listen to it online via your phone. You can listen on a computer. You can participate by calling in. It's just telephone number, access code, pound. You 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 can then speak at the commission meeting without having to drive to Miami. You know, you could be fishing. But now you can also, <clears throat> I think usually before, about a week or so before the event, they usually put out a link on there where you can actually write your comments and Correct. send them in before you. So if you can't, you know, if you're at work or something, you can't be, you know, participating in the meetings. The last two times, that's what I've done. I've just basically sat down, wrote it down, and 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 sent everything into there as my comments, and including <clears throat> with this new, you know, uh, scavenger hunt thing that they're doing. Every time they post it up on social media, I always put on there. I give them my comment, which is, you know, any stakeholder quote stakeholder who steps foot on an imaginary should have a management stamp. I mean, that's. It's, I, it's, I agree a hundred percent. It should be. There but. are ways. I will say that this. It seems like this past year, one of the bright spots of the pandemic is the fact that they've put more effort into access to people who are at home or at work or by their smartphone. I know it's taken years for that to happen, but at least they've caught up to where you can you can immediately put in comments. You can do it live. You can stream it. You can do whatever you want to and make your comments from right there or phone it in. I mean, uh, yes. And I think that the, with with that, they're getting a lot more responses. And the only indication that I have of that is the fact that a lot of the stuff that we've talked about for years beating against the wall, beating against the wall about this stuff, it seemed to be accelerated in the last year, where it either be the Goliath grouper, it could be the management stamps, it could be anything with turkeys, anything well, that seems to get faster. There's a couple faster. different things that, that go on. The dynamics of who's on the commission changes, okay, and who's the chairman and what they want to address and what they want to tackle um, so the dynamics of who's on the commission, staff changes. They're there. They're getting pushed by legislative people. They're getting pushed by commissioners, the governor at times. There's, there's a lot that weighs into um, what hits the agenda. You know, I, I always say you can get those seven commissioners can go against staff and everything else, but staff almost dictates what's on the agenda. The agenda, yeah. So... You know, it, it, it's one of those things where you, if you're going to try and get something to change, and, and I'm very blessed to be in the state of Florida and that the FWC does have the ability to work with them as much as we can. And I work with them a lot, and there's a lot that I have worked to get changed, and, you know, but not all states are like that. So. Yeah. Well, and of course, it doesn't hurt that you, you know, you powwow with, you know, Chuck East, Nick Wakalaha, and all these others who, uh, you know, we're pretty like-minded. And and actually, I hate to say it, you know, one guy like you represents probably at least 10,000 people. So, uh, you know, yep. if you have each one of those people, you know, that's 
you know, if you got 50 people in there, that's a lot of folks that you're representing out there. Yep. All right, taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We're going to go. We'll be back. Welcome in. Make it wild outdoors. Discussion continue, of course, as it usually does during the break. It's so nasty in here. It's a good thing. Now, I got I want to ask you, Bill George. I notice over here Carlos uh, has been, because, you know, he's going to participate in the meeting, has said so uh, to our faces. So he's going to at least put in his two cents worth. But as we sit here. And we discuss these things, and kind of he kind of gets these little brilliant moments where he's like, "Bing, oh yeah, that too," and he's writing it down, and he writes it down, and he's writing it down. Yep. He's writing down all of his little notes, so that when he gets in front or at least can contribute, he's going to let the FWC know. I have to ask you because you've been there, you've been next to those people, you you see what they do. Every time I've ever seen it on TV, or the last time that I was there and I participated in the Goliath Grouper one over here at Bill Jackson's. I didn't see very many people writing down anything. I didn't see anybody like sitting there taking notes going, okay, all right, yeah, okay, turkey tag, yeah, that's uh, okay. Okay, yeah, Goliath grouper, okay, I got that part, okay. You know, they just kind of stand there and they, you know, they intently stare at you and listen intently. But yet, it's like a kid that you're yelling at about eating too much chocolate. I mean, to a point, it just turns into wah, 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 until somebody inevitably jumps out of the corner going, and the other thing is, if you get up on my side, get my face. And then all of a sudden it's like, sir, 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 sir. You know, when well, somebody gets passionate about it, then all of a sudden they come back to life. Well, there are Do people, they write this crap down or are they there, just, you know. There are. There is somebody like at the FWC commission meeting keeps notes. It, it, it is recorded in, in, you know, form as to the notes. If you go back to the past commission meetings, where the the meeting notes were approved, you can see, hey, Bill George did this, and Bill, you know you can go back there and look at it, and but they that, make some notes on who's makes stuff. But the, does that, that but does that mean that they actually the commissioners read this stuff? Or no, I mean, well, yes and no. But the commissioners being there are hearing it if they haven't gotten up and walked out of the room. There, <laughs> if if you got. A bunch of people just getting up there and saying the exact same thing. Yeah, I understand that. It does not. It gets. It gets numbing. Okay? I, I, I can understand. That. I can agree. But what they should do is instead of mimicking what somebody else says, they should say, "I agree with the last guy who was here, Correct. but I think that this should also happen, or at least Correct. add to it." And the more times that they hear. I agree with the first two guys that were up there about the turkey thing. I yep. agree with the, the last four guys that you talked to. What he and, said. And yes. I will tell yeah. you that staff has made recommendations on how to better connect with commissioners. Um, they're there to help people, believe it or not. And, and hey, this does not work with these commissioners. If you're trying to get your point across, you need to, you need to try and, and, and uh, to be honest with you, sometimes shorter and sweet is much better. Get up there, say your thing. Um, That's true. But, I do agree with that. But 
the the absolute cookie cutter, you know, where where they get paying attention is when people have a lot of emotion. You get uh, if you can get a younger person up there to speak. That a hot blonde in a skirt who's paid to be there could could. Could make who her opening statement is uh, I am from uh, animals who like to uh, sleep with uh, with people and I represent about fifty thousand members. Yeah, you know that when they open up with no. things like that, uh, you know, then Believe they kind of perk up a little bit. Believe it or not, you know, a lot of that really does not make as much of an impact, you know, as as you might think. Th- um, this is what I see. Um, most people go there with one specific agenda. You know, it's not a multitude of things. Like, I have a list here, FWC redneck rule changes. I'm going to give that to Bill, and I'm also going to keep my notes. Because I always write notes because you don't want to forget something when you have your time, which is what, three minutes? Three minutes. So, I, yeah. I, you know, you could give your time. Like, I would give my time to Bill if I don't if I'm Which not would now give it. him six minutes. Exactly. But, so, but you know. that doesn't happen in these phoning No, No, it does no, not. Th- things have changed a little bit, but I like to write things down because I don't forget them i won't omit something so i write them down and i have yeah because you don't get the know. opportunity as you're walking away from the put him go uh, oh yeah and one more thing uh thank you for your once, time once your time's done it's yeah, done beep, you but, know. but most people i guess they don't write things down because they're only there for one specific issue well and I, th- I think what really sometimes it gets convoluted because uh, I may mention something that Carlos didn't think of, and he goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't think sure. of that. And so another guy comes up and says, and then continues on from, from there. But uh, it, it would behoove you to do what Carlos and Bill do. I mean, they write down your talking points, you get your point across, and then you say thank you for your time, and you walk Well, I, I, walk applaud, I applaud people like Bill, like Newton, like um, Chuck Echenique, you know, that religiously go to these meetings they're 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 the forefront for all the hunters and fishermen in the state they're always there they all have jobs they all find the time to go um they make it a point and they're our voice if they weren't there half of the stuff that we're the the liberties that we that we enjoy we would not be able to because these guys are, are always in the background fighting for us the unsung heroes yep yeah. the unsung it, heroes of the outdoor I, industry I say it and I, I preach it a lot. You know, this agency, you can get in there and work with and make a difference. Oh, and absolutely. It, we're blessed to have that They do a op- great job, FWC. Opportunity. Yeah. You know, we don't always agree on everything, um, but you, you can get out there and make a difference. And the part that gets me is even when it's so simple as a telephone call, it is still challenging to get people um, – this last commission meeting, I was extremely ecstatic. You know, we did a lot of work trying to get the word out and trying to have people call about the tread, trout, redfish, and snook. And we'll talk a little bit about that more in particular. But uh, we had people call. There was a lot of average fishermen that called. And as a result of which, all of a sudden they did three or four workshops you know, little meetings, which some of those meetings had a very diverse group of, of stakeholders. I like to refer to them as the secret, secret club meetings, okay? <laughs> well, these these super weren't secret. super yeah, public. Secret, secret. You know, the, the in-person meetings weren't super public. They reached out to a handful of people, and those people set up and brought people in to the meeting. And some of them, like down south, was very stacked um, with like-minded people. 
some maybe all from the same organization. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, others like that happened in the Tampa Bay area here, you had a much more diverse group of, of stakeholders at those meetings. So, um, we'll I, have to see. I just, <clears throat> I'm with you on all that. If you don't say anything, me, you don't write anything, then nothing happens. And I, I uh, want to talk about the trout revision snook in, in detail in the eight o'clock hour. More, more people have to get involved. That's basically what you've always been preaching. And, and you know what happens? They don't complain about it till they lose their, um, their rights. How or did that happen? And then, when did they do that? Yeah, you never miss the water till the well runs dry. Well, I don't kinda, think it's going to happen. I'll give you a great example. How many people did we have to explain to when they did the rule change about bringing deer in from a different state? Oh, yeah. And all these Georgia they're guys. Confused. They're Georgia guys, and they're going, yeah, man, we just got back from Georgia. Did, did, did. And I'm like, did you report all that stuff? And say what? Yeah, you know, you got to report that. So when did that happen? Where, where, did that, where did that go? Is that in the handbook? No, and that's, not yet. That's another thing is working on um, education, you know, for people. I never could understand this. Let me ask you this. I can go right now, go to a marketing company somewhere in the state of Florida, and go to the marketing company and say, I would like a list of every single license, uh, hunting and fishing license holder in the state of Florida. So I can do a direct mail to those people all the time. You ever wonder why you only get certain things of mail? Because somebody can go buy a list from marketing department and say, I need a list. Just the hunters and guys with saltwater fishing licenses. And they go, here's your list. And then you take it to Postcards America okay, and you say, I want you to mail a postcard. They have 20% but, off for every one of the these But here's the problem things. you have in that, Okay. In, in Florida, that's easy to get. I will tell you it's easy to get here in the state of Florida, that list. Yeah, I've gotten the Gator but, stuff. But the problem is FWC can't do that for all the people who are hunting out of state. And the reason I'm being I'm not worried is, about them. But the thing is, a lot of our hunters that hunt out of state have given up on Florida. They have no hunting license. Right. You can't market to them. Well, I, I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about the... Quote, air quote, I'm air quoting, stakeholders that live here in the state of Florida. They did that with fishing. Well, I didn't get one. Did you get one? Not for fishing, but I do get I a thing get... for mail or for um, gator hunts. No. All I ever get is an email that says, hey, your license is getting ready to expire. Uh, you know, you might want to renew it. We need that money. We need that sportsman gold money. Come on, man. Get it, get it, get it. Well, Not this year, my friend. I, I, Welcome I to it. the Shore License Holder Club. Yeah, I contributed. I contributed. I bought it. The sportsman, because you're a sheeple. Whatever. It was easier. I just did it online. To get yours, Diego. (laughs) See, he got his. So I'm out ten bucks. He's in the Shoreline Fishing Club. I'm out ten bucks for a snook. When's the last time you lobstered? Huh? When's the last time you lobstered? Never. You lost that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Just start paying me the money. All right. And I'll take care of it for you. I'll give it to you on pestles. Thank you. We're the Bigger Wild Outdoors taking a fast break. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. A big shout out and thank you to our friends over at Brandon Ford for jumping on board the Panthers Challenge again this year. It's going to be a good time. June 19th. It's going to be great. See you there.
out of control. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big Wild Outdoors. Brayden Carlos, Bill George, and Diego. We had to wait for him to get back in the studio before we could uh, scream over heart. So it was uh, pretty, you know. <laughs> we had to, had to wait. He had to get his burrito and run. Yeah, man. Get his burrito and run. Go on, take the burrito and run. Wait, Alan's on the phone. Hey, Alan. Hey, how's it going, sir? Uh, how are you? How are you doing? You okay? You enjoying this weather? What's going on? Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Well, right now, man, I, I'm loving this weather. I'm telling Especially you. this morning. It felt so. so great yesterday and today. I... My kids were like, Dad, it feels like California out here today. I was like, it does feel like <laughs> California out here. This is awesome. But let me tell yep. you, you can't say California because California is so diverse from the south to the north. It, 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 it's that dry, nice, cool breeze like that that you get during the day. It's like. Uh, yeah, I've been in South Carolina. <laughs> sure I have. I've been I there. Hear you. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you about California. I've never been there, but. Uh, at the same time, I'm loving this weather. Uh, well, this is what it feels like uh, every evening in uh, Fresno, California. It's nice, dry, low humidity, nice and cool. Once the cold air comes piling down from the mountains. I guess that's why the uh, real estate prices <laughs> are that high over there. Yeah, and that's why they grow like 70% of your food out there. So, mm-hmm. Well, what's going on, Alan, speaking of food? Hey, speaking of food, well, we're trying to promote – I'm a – I'm a supervisor for Hillsborough County Parks and Rec uh, Department. Yes. And uh, we're trying to uh, host our very first catfish uh, tournament on Father's Day weekend. It's a Saturday, June 19th. Dude. And uh, you're, you're competing so. against us. <laughs> it's like we got the panfish <laughs> challenge going on on that weekend. Oh, man. You're I, killing me. I didn't know that seventh one. annual. You're killing. You're killing me, Smalls. Well, well now well, where's see, the... you guys got your seventh annual? We're trying to do our first annual. Well, that's good. Well, we'll, we'll support we'll you. Promote we'll promote it. We'll do ever because a catfish tournament is something that we've all loved to get behind because anybody can go and fish in it, and anybody can go catch a catfish. So, yes, sir. Uh, that that's our whole reason of trying to do it. We're trying to promote family time. Excellent. Um, it's a. It's a Father's Day tournament, but at the same time, mothers can come out with their children, um, grandparents, aunts, uncles, uh, guardians, whatever it is. But we're just trying to get, um, we're just trying to make some memories with the kids and uh, hopefully have some uh, lifelong uh, fishing people. So how's uh, this? Up. How's this happening? And where's it gonna? Where's it taking place? Where are you? <clears throat> okay, so one of our parks is called Carrollwood Village Park. It's located inside of. Uh, um, inside of Carrollwood uh, in Hillsborough County. And it's one of our big parks that we just started. We just opened up about two years ago, two or three years ago. I think I know and, where that uh, is. It's a, it's a beautiful park, has a lot of amenities. Um, and one of them is a nice uh, pond that we can fish out of. Um, the FWC just uh, filled it with catfish last year. Um, they're supposed to come out sometime this year and uh put a lot of bass into it again as well. Um, so what we're trying to do is uh, we have the FWC coming out. Um, they're going to tag one of our one of our catfish. There's going to be a big prize for that. We've awesome. got local businesses that are supporting us with that. That's cool. Uh, for prizes. Um, we, uh, we're trying to look for some local captains to possibly come out and do some seminars where they can set up and uh, – uh, teach the kids uh, different techniques, uh, um, using different baits, tying different lures, tying different uh, knots for their lines, 
Um, so we're looking for that. We got a we got a bunch of stuff coming out though. We got a food truck. We have um, the Junior Tampa Bay uh, Bass Club. They're going to come out and do some volunteer work out there. Um, we have a local uh, um, Gator Trapper that's going to come out and give uh, um, Gator awareness. Um, so we're just looking for support on that, and it's a free event. Um, we're looking for the first uh, 50 teams that will sign up. Um, you can go on to our website. It's uh, hcflgov, as in Victor, net slash parks, and you can look on there for uh, um, for the fishing event on there. Um, or they can give me a call at 813-817-4767. And like I said, my name is Alan Transky, and uh, I can I can help set them up. There's a um, it's an easy way of signing up. I can walk them through the process. Okay. And uh, I would love if you guys could maybe do your show live from uh, Carrollwood. That'd be awesome if you guys would want to do that. We'll be at Panasovki. We, 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 <laughs> we would love. We would love to participate in that event. But yeah. that, that that particular day is when. Yeah, you got when your seventh pan- annual. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're kind of pooched on that one. It, but no, I, I'm on the uh, I'm on the website now. I'm looking. Of course, it's a really nice, beautiful website. Seems to be very well structured. Where do I go to? It says recreational and culture, and it says plunge in the cypress flank, seventy-two degree natural spring in lithia, blah blah blah. But now, where do I go to to find a park or outdoor recreation? Where do I where do uh, I go? I, I want to say you know, and that's pretty bad. I wasn't prepared that I was going to be live on the show, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have all that in front. That's why I was giving my phone number out. Yeah, but nobody ever. We'll 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 look to post something also, and that was eight one three eight one seven four seven six seven. Yes, sir. They can give me a call on my cell phone, and uh, I'll have better information for them and be better prepared uh, <laughs> when they contact me about. Well, it. you got some time, but again, give me the give me the email address again. It was HC what? So it's HCFLGOV dot net slash parks okay let me see here slash parks you got to turn your mic on there big boy (laughs) hang on uh, hang on we're teaching uh, carlos a new trick yeah after 10 years um (laughs) yeah alan we we planned the panasovsky uh panfish challenge we planned that like six months in advance years in advance yeah Yeah, it's uh poor kelly oh no worries uh, yeah. Poor Kelly and the crew, they've been up there uh, busting their butts for an entire year. Because literally you're going to find out with this new tournament things going on, the day after it's over is the day that you actually start promoting it for next year. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, no, I, I believe that. It's yeah. uh, it's it's it, one of those things that, where you constantly do it. I, I'm trying to see, all right, if I go to a park, if I go find a park, I'm looking for Carrollwood. What's it called again? Yeah, Carrollwood Village. Carrollwood Village. Carrollwood Village Park or just Carrollwood Village? It should just be Carrollwood Village. Okay. Let me see here. Advanced filter. uh, Find a park. uh, Wait, man, boardwalk, canoeing. What, what, what? Alan, how many Uh, people do you have? How many people do you have now uh, registered already? Well, we just just started putting it out, promoting it, and we have uh, 10 teams right now signed up. Oh, good. Wow, that's um, good. We just started doing it this week. Oh, well, so you'll you'll probably get to your fifty. Yeah, that people love catfishing. 
We're, we're hoping. We're hoping. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, is, is there an email that I can uh, send my um, – this flyer has a an, – because it, it's going through an Eventbrite. Um, so yeah. they scan the code that's on the flyer, and and it gets them to the Eventbrite. Well, um, right. What what we can do is we'll give you a call right after the show, and we'll try and get, get with you and get that flyer, a copy of that flyer. And uh, yes, we'll sir. work to we'll work to be able to put it up on our stuff also, and help help okay. you out. And then when you guys call me back too, I'll have I should have the information exactly how to get to uh, um, how to sign up for the event. Carrollwood Village Park, right? Yes, sir. All right, so that's forty six eighty West Village Drive, Tampa, Florida. Is that the one there? You got uh, dog fitness, picnic, walking yes, trail, state park, exactly. paved trail, blah blah blah. Yep, they're ninja course, bike track. Uh, I mean, it, it has everything. Splash pad. Um, so it, it's an awesome, awesome park. Yeah, I, I found the the park here, and it gives me a, a rundown of all the amenities and everything else like that. But it doesn't tell me if there's an event there or anything. Yeah. So, well, you know what? Make sure that if you're going to get the flyer to us, I, I'm Braden at BigAndWild.com. It's pretty easy. B R A D E N at BigAndWild.com. George is uh, B George B George at uh, BigandWild.com. Carlos, pff, he ain't got nothing. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, all, I don't want, good. I don't want that. They can, <laughs> handle, they can <laughs> handle that. He ain't got jack. Cuban redneck doesn't have time. But uh, you get us that flyer, and we'll take a picture of it, do whatever we got to do, and we'll put it up on our uh, Facebook page as well and try to share it with as many people as we can and get the word out there. Because – Catfish tournaments, I think, even in the salt water, are so much fun for everybody because, I mean, literally you could show up with a Zebco 202, uh, half a pack of hot dogs, and go out and have a great day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, if, you, if you want to get down and dirty, you know you can get you a decent rod and reel and some catfish hooks and some you know nasty, stinky chicken livers or They'll eat about anything. nuggets, chicken nuggets that have been sitting in the back of the minivan for about two or three days. I mean, any of that stuff will catch a catfish i mean french fries bubble gum whatever you need it's all good alan is there gonna be a fish fry there too by the way Ooh, that would be there good. is so all oh, the participants yes. will uh, have free food um food will be provided for them so, and it'll actually be a fish fry and uh, fries um and drink um and then also the food truck that will be out there will provide uh food for the rest of the people that are out there obviously that's uh, that's paid yeah. Uh, but the participants will have the option of having a, a free lunch, and it'll be uh, a fish fry. Oh, man, sure. that catfish tournament is getting better already. It does. It's sounding yep. better and better the more you keep jabbing about it. But you know what? We'll talk uh, We'll talk to you again before it gets there. Make sure you uh, give us the flyer and all that kind of good stuff, and we'll, we'll get you back on the radio and talk about it as we get a little bit closer. Is that cool? Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Anytime. You ain't got to be scared. Just call anytime you want to, man. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Guys. Thank you, Alan. Right, man. Sounds like a great time. Head by all. It's going to be a good time. That way you can just do it from the bank. Hey, you know what? My bank fishing license will cover that. See, I'm all good. <laughs> it is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Taking a break. Top of the hour. Hour number two is just right around the corner. Stay right there. We'll be back. What you got?